0: learn a lot by listening to your elders. You should stay a while and listen. This is all. Everyone dies.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> a little dark at the end. That's fine. It's true, though. It is true. true. It is true. All living beings currently on the planet die. In fact, uh, this is a small little note here from the CORE crew. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to Cora, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger. The other day, I was thinking about how when I watch really old black and white movies and there's like a room full of people, I always think they're all dead every time I see it. Is that weird? Yeah. Like, no, I can I, watch... I, well, it's not unusual. I've done... I do it. I watch like... Uh, uh, the Wizard of Oz and go dead, 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 dead. Everybody I see all dead when they all gather in the main city there and they find the the the, the shoes under the house. Everybody's dead. Nobody's alive in that entire scene. Nobody on the camera, the directors, the sound guy, everybody dead.
2: Is that a common thing? I've never thought that unless I, it's like a death that just happened. And then I'm like, oh,
1: I think about wait. it all the time. That's something wrong with me. So.
2: I I don't know. And then I like the one that got me recently is I watched something with Alan Rickman in it, and I remembered, and I was just that made me mad. I yeah. get mad when I think about that one. I get
1: mad but. when cool people die too early. Uh, like David Ogden Steers just died from Mash. He's great. Yeah, should have been around for a lot longer. Did some great Disney stuff. Was a great episode of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation with him in it. And uh, just I don't I don't know why the nice guys die. I don't think it's fair. And so. Yeah, that's one thing. But for me, it's when there's an entire production. Go watch like Casablanca or some old ass movie. Turn that thing on. See a room just full of loud people drinking and dancing and hanging out. Dead. Every one of them gone. That room, if you could film it now, empty. Not a sound, not a peep. You wouldn't even be able to film it because the guy filming it, dead. Anyway.
2: That's true. Welcome to our fun video game show.
1: This is a good fun well, video that's the game good thing show. about
3: online games is that they take them <laughs> offline before they can remind you that everyone that worked on it is
1: dead. It is dead. Yeah, 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 and also in the game itself, you come back. You just, you just, you, you're in timeout. You don't really die. Nobody dies in the Nexus. You're just in timeout. Speaking of which, while you're in timeout, you might have a voice in your head. That voice being Lily or you know Arthas or somebody going errr or well done the other team's kicking your ass or whatever they may be saying, right? John mentioned in here that uh he picked up all the new skins. You got the Morales Grey Johanna thing yesterday. I'll probably buy it on the stream today. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I and you won't that. even have to make me. I was planning on it anyway. I just haven't gotten around to it. And um anyway, John, you said you had set up all their loadouts, found out, found you were looking for new announcers that don't exist yet. Uh explain. What who do you want? Why is why does it feel like something's missing? And and on top of that. Do you think that every time there's a major content update like this where a bunch of cosmetics or purchasable stuff hits the store, should there be more voice announcers? Is it an underserved uh, feature in the game?
2: I think they're getting better at it. We're getting to a point now where if they put in a new hero, you've got a pretty good chance that they're going to do an announcer pack with them as well, which is nice. I still feel like there's maybe some old ones that I'd like to see. But the thing that I was looking for is I've got this cop theme going. You know, I've got my SWAT outfit. I've got my diva with the police lights on it banner. I've got these sweet uh, police related sprays that I can put on the ground and I get to the announcer and I'm just like, man. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to have a high fantasy guy going. Tally, ho! we're going to go and destroy the thing (laughs) and it just You've got all these cops like running out there to that and it just didn't make the most sense and I was trying to find what would be good.
1: What is a good match for this for these enforcer skins? I can't think of one.
2: I think like all I want is I just want they can pick any character honestly just any character doing like I don't know a fun cop voice. I don't know what that is Mm -hmm. but then just put that like vaguely porno like 70s music behind it where it's just like while they're talking (laughs) and like i think that's deep down what i ultimately wanted and just wasn't served to me this go around sure so i think that's what i'm looking for
1: as far as i'm concerned what this does is it opens up the conversation about uh customization in the game and how the game might benefit down the road or now or whenever they get around to it i guess additional levels of customization. one of them for me would be something our fans ask for all the time. Listeners of the show. Let's say fans of the show. I don't like calling people fans of us. It's weird. But anyway, let's say they are. They are all interested in hearing our voices for some reason. And a lot of people write in and say, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had a, uh, a sound pack that it was an, uh, basically an announcer pack that was you guys saying stupid stuff for all the lines that you normally have in the game? And, um, I still say this wouldn't be that hard for them to do, and it could be purely client side. So you don't have to worry about getting into some random game where you have to hear somebody else's thing. It's already client side as it is. You're going to hear what you're going to hear. And the other four people on your team are going to hear whatever they have set up to hear. So what's the harm, uh, no matter what it is, what's the harm in having outside of maybe some streaming situations that I'm not thinking of, but having whatever you want for these voice lines. So give me a list of all the stuff that's said, the countdown, the let's go, charge, whatever. Your team has been killed. Uh, Congratulations, you're the hero of the storm, all that shit. Record them all any way you want to. Let people have access to these little MP3 or WAV files. Just throw them in the directory and boom. You got a a nice little custom thing. You mean like
3: anyone can do it, like a Steam Workshop kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to be something you even can you have to share necessarily. I mean people will anyway cuz you know, we live on the internet. It's too easy to pass things around, but I would love a Dear Martha voice of pack. I'd kill I I'd pay for that. And I know John well enough he'd do me I some like free that you ones.
2: Backpedaled from kill. Yeah, I almost I'd, said <laughs> I'd kill for, whoa. Uh, hold on. i uh, on. Let's Let's roll that pay. back. I'd pay for it. I would pay for it.
1: <laughs> what would you do for this? K- pay for it. <laughs> pay.
2: Pay uh, the other ones <laughs> very illegal
1: but I would I would love something like that and then that opens it up to other cool things like I don't know you know like Dota has these great celebrity ones where in Dota 2 you're you have a Rick and Morty voice pack which is you know delightful Uh, I I like more of that personality in the game that wasn't necessarily just the curated bits by Blizzard which we love and all that that's great but if you really want to blow that stuff out I think there's some fun to be had in that now there's no money to be made in that (laughs) <laughs> right. And that's probably where I'm I'm going amiss here. Um, if there was, they would do it or they would at least be considering it. However, it really doesn't fit a business model at all because um, you're not going to pay to, you know, our, we're not going to charge for our pack. And unless Blizzard set up a, an elaborate sort of store system where, uh, like the Dota stuff, you could purchase them through the game, but they were custom through somebody else. I, I just don't see that kind of thing ever happening
2: but i'd like it i mean they could always just keep theirs on their end like hey we have access to these voice actors and these voice packs so if you want ours they're still going to be in loot boxes same Mm -hmm. as they ever were but if you want to go download super mario saying let's destroy the core you know (laughs) like you can you can do that that's something for you <laughs> right they were just i mean
1: hackers could probably do it now right right because you can go in there and extract sound files uh, uh with all sorts of little programs to do that bo i think you've dabbled in some of that in fact um yeah. i don't remember the... but i know i remember like doom wads you could
3: put your own sounds in there mm-hmm. oh yeah i think i did that with an online game at one point we did it all the time but we, we the made problem a... with online games is like yeah. they patch it so like as soon as as soon as you put your own files in their like data files, and like the updaters like, oh, I see some files that don't match what's supposed to be, and they overwrite
1: it. It's well, like, oh. in the in the old days, it, you know, they made Doom and Quake and games like that. They made them more open to that kind of modding, and so if you didn't mm-hmm. do stuff, it was all part of the custom architecture, and it was okay. They gave you access to those things, and so you could kind of get away with it. Today, with you know updaters and launchers and all that other stuff, it it poses new new and interesting problems. But I remember taking Quake. And we f- we scanned in. I don't know how we got the picture. Oh, no. Yeah. We had a picture and we scanned it into a scanner because there were no digital photos in 96 that I knew of or, you know, cameras. Yeah. Uh, took a picture of this lady who was married to the guy we all worked for. And we hated her. Her name was Cindy. Yeah. And we hated her. We <laughs> put her face on all our Quake players. Both teams. Just that's the face. And then it was the, it was the, it was the body of, um, who's the tattooed up, uh, singer. Um, Oh, we used to sing for black flag. No. Henry Rollins. Yes. Henry Rollins body. (laughs) So it was the body of Henry Rollins all tatted up and muscly and no shirt. And then just, you know, jeans or whatever, and the whatever (laughs) low poly count you could get out of quake. And then every, uh, bullet sound or every hit sound that usually would make the guy go when you get shot we swapped out with fart sounds so every time somebody gets shot it was like, like different fart sounds and it was amazing Now, did it it change? (laughs) I like the level
2: of all in you went with this. It wasn't, you know, it gets a little scary if you're like, yeah, we just put her face in the game. So it was hers, the bad guy. But you went for that. Then you went, let's put her on a a dude's ripped weird body. And then like, oh, and also if you shoot her, farts come out. Yeah. just really went for the whole
1: package. We really did. And And speaking of package, you could install it as a package. We made our own little like executable package that anybody could just take this thing double-click it, this EXE, and it would end up just in the folder in, in all the places it needed to be, and it was glorious, and you could replace that stuff and swap it out for whatever, and I got reeling into that for a while, and I kind of missed that. Like, I know you can still mod a lot of games. That world is now, I don't know, Minecraft and a hundred others that let you get in there and mod away and go crazy, but I wish Blizzard wasn't so far from that as as they were. Like, StarCraft, sure, there's stuff to do in the arcade or whatever, I don't know if a strategy game is as interesting to me as, as a MOBA would be or any other other games. I just wish they'd let you be more custom, and that's probably never going to happen again. And it's true of a lot of big AAA games. They just don't just don't do that anymore, and it booms. Yeah, it booms me. It up.
2: used to be the Wild West. I can remember playing Counter Strike, and the theme was hey, let's make our sprays naked ladies so that when people run by, they see a naked lady and they stop and look at it and then we shoot them. And it was like at the time that seemed totally normal to me. I was like, of course, that's what's in this game. That's just (laughs) uh, yep. That's just what people do. As I got older, I was like, man, that's really weird. That was the game I was playing in like middle school and early high school. And it's just Ah, just go ahead, put whatever images you want in this game. Go yeah, for it. They didn't It'll care.
1: Like early Counter-Strike yeah. uh, would let you, well, H- Half-Life or Counter-Strike was like, hey, what if the sprays were naked things? What if everyone was in a wiener skin and it just looked like a naked wiener man? Like you could just do whatever you want. It was the Wild West for sure. It's just different now. And the PC is still the place to go for wherever you can find that. But it's not quite what it used to be. Though. i think maybe you know gaming companies especially the
3: larger ones are more accountable now you know, little billy goes on to play his game mm. and someone's installed you know boobiesquake.exe <laughs> on their other system and the parents are like well i would you know the, pr- imagine all the calls id software got oh they must have long. gotten but tons from you of know it. some kids got a modded version and they're blaming id it, and it's like uh man no
1: we don't we didn't make that yeah no it's a good point but today I mean, I can go into Skyrim and there's all kinds of weird, disgusting, sexy mod business you can do there. But it's not in their mod mod software and it's not in Workshop necessarily. That stuff's found over at like ModDB where people can get a little weird. Yeah, um, the way
3: it works now is Billy logs into his
1: dad's account expecting <laughs> to play
3: Skyrim. And, and then it's like some weird fantasy land in there. Yeah, And then uh, c- c- cover up the husband, Teddy, yeah. he's like. Oh, the game came that way. We should complain.
1: Yeah, This is bad. Where's Bethesda? Get on the phone. Exactly. I'll call them right away, honey. Exactly. I think I've
2: been hacked. I think there's a hacking going on here. I don't I don't even know. But but
1: at the same time it was so innovative because I mean, hell, we're playing a MOBA game now that we've talked about this a lot, but how it sprang out of Warcraft 3's mod ability and we wouldn't even be here without it. So, things like Team Fortress and 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 team-based shooters capture the flag itself an entire mode of play which just consumed me back in those days started out as a quake one mod like this stuff just kind of sometimes just comes from the community and now we've excised that out to a great degree or a greater degree and you don't have that opportunity anymore to find something weird because sometimes the companies just can't see it but but players but and are- modders and hackers they find it and then they, and then something new is born and i i don't know there's a missed opportunity there in my opinion
3: I think that's always going to be the case for an independent who can take a chance, though. Because, you know, they have their, and, like, I'm sure a lot of big companies have incubators. I only know that because I watch Silicon Valley. Mm. But, you know, they have their teams that come up with Hearthstone or come up with whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, is that enough in a new age now to, like, I don't whatever know. Whatever the new IP is that's going to come from Blizzard at some point it doesn't have to come from some external source. It'll be incubator unless they do the PUBG game that you always predict
1: they could be but then yeah that's true but but i don't know i mean i'll bet i bet blizzard wishes they were paying more attention back in 2009 when they just swooped in and made a whole new genre under their nose and is worth you know billions of dollars worldwide now and they don't have their hands on it except for this you know their efforts now with with heroes it's like i don't know I, i feel like i feel like it's both I don't know what their philosophy internally is at Blizzard. They used to be very mod-friendly. They just aren't anymore. So I don't know what changed. Maybe it's the Warcraft 3 lesson. Maybe that's what changed it for them. Like, man, we let them come in here, dink with our shit, and walk out of here with an amazing thing that we were not prepared to uh, to capitalize on. And so we're not going to allow that anymore. I just wonder, you know? Like yeah. some meeting happened in Morheim's office one day, and he said, guys, here's the deal. That's my Morheim." uh we're we're never doing mods again and uh metzen said what do you mean and he said (laughs) no more mods because that's a bad deal and that was it like we've lost it all in a meeting it's very possible i don't know then the assistant walks it was like mike
3: morheim would you like gold or ivory for your toilet seat today (laughs) (laughs) wow we're throwing out yesterday's platinum. Yeah, we're really
2: sticking it to Mike this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I can only imagine what being the CEO of that company must be like. He seems like it's, the most down-to-earth, nice guy ever. Yes. But maybe yeah. behind the scenes, he is just a like a warped, megalomaniac freak show. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I met him once, shook know. his hand. I that bumped was
2: it. into him at Disneyland. He seemed all right.
1: What <laughs> was his face covered in cotton candy? Because otherwise.
2: No, he just seemed happy. He just seemed like a guy happy to be at Disneyland.
1: Well, all right. That, what else can you ask for, really? Yeah. And a hero. Uh, let's move on to, uh, but there's a bunch of stuff going on. Um, you guys try, well, at least I know Bo did. Bo, you tried voice chat. Now, I we've did. been putting it off, or at least I I don't want to speak for anybody else. I've been putting it off because I'm kind of dreading it. I'm really glad one of us put, put their foot in that pool, and I'd really like to hear what your experience was like. And I swear I heard John talking about this on Twitter or something, too did you do it as well? Uh,
2: no. Well, I had somebody say, hey, you should try it before you say you're never going to do it. And, well, that's not how it works if I'm making up my mind before the fact. But I have said, I said last week, and I stand by it, I went from a no to a yeah, maybe. Mm. But so far, I just haven't played in a mode where it made sense to, to put it on. I probably won't do it for quick match. Yeah. Um, yeah. that To me, that's the place where you go if you don't want to have voice chat on. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah i would be open to it but yeah. i'm curious what Bo actually experienced yeah what do you
1: what did you think because just the idea of it makes me squirm sque- squirm and squeamish squirmish is what, how i feel well so, so yeah is, we're
3: close to the end of the season so playing ranked is kind of a since i wasn't that invested recently in it i haven't really you know felt like i needed to go in um until today new season starts today um but I'm like, I should give it a I should give it a go. I should give it a try and see what it was like. And um so at first I was like, oh man, I'm clicking this button. And I'm like, hello. And and people were like, Hey, hi, hello. You didn't go blue you know, hole on like, blue hole. You didn't do that. And they were probably just like kind of casual because I, I asked I had asked like later on in the match, i asked them some questions like, Have you done this a lot? And they're like, Oh yeah. Like they're just kind of used to playing. In that mode, but I'm like, well, it's my first time. It was like, it's like my first date or, you know, like <laughs> the way I was approaching. It was like, hello, do, do you mind if I take the tank?
0: <laughs> I was like
3: super <laughs> polite and super nice in there expecting the worst. Mm-hmm. Also nice to see we had, there was a girl in our game too. And I actually live streamed it. So people were cheering the fact that it wasn't just bros and in hero league, mm-hmm. um, but it was, Unless it was a young boy. That might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually check. It was That like, was a real
2: adventure. Your your story just went on. there. Uh, but
3: but um <laughs> yeah, no. But the, the the overall, like at first it was really nervous and quiet. And then at one point, like at the draft it was like, Thrall, are you gonna take Earthquake or Sunder? He's like, Duh, earthquake, and I was like Oh yeah, do of course a bit earthquake. <laughs> it's just like oh, the social experience is awkward. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but nobody was rude. Um, and and then we got in the game, and oh my god, it's like you know when we play team league,
0: mm-hmm.
3: right? We go into the team league games, and Kyle's like get get to the get to the point. All right, to the bot lane, Christian, you want to take the camp? All right, and it's just like we're kind of going. No. That was the kind of tone, and because I was playing tank, I was a little sh- icy at first. But I started to get more bossy and get comfortable with it. And I'm like, oh man, this is a whole new world. And then as we started doing better, people were obviously quite positively like, yeah, I've been winning all my games, man. Chat is OP. And I'm like, no kidding. Like, I don't think you can... I think there'd be a reasonable expectation now to play in voice chat in the ranked mode because it's... I mean, we did really well. And at the end, I was like... Thank you, everyone, for making my first chat experience great. And um, I think one guy knew that I, I was on core uh, Adlai or Alday. I can't remember. So oh. shout out to you for being an, a great Vala. Yeah. And um, Did and you... so like that probably is a little bit of bonus in my favor where it's like I've got some goodwill because I, I do a, a a show about here. Did you? Did but,
1: you at any point? Did you? So you didn't do any quick play though. It was all or quick match. It was no all. quick
3: play. That's off. Yeah. Screw that. I'm not, yeah. I don't want. And I've had a couple of tryhards like going popping off and chat about how to play the game, and I'm like, I don't come to quick match for that. I already know how to play. The game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to dumpster dive when I, I'm in solo queue. I'm just I'm playing Twin Blade variant. Yeah. Um. Yep. But uh yeah, no voice chat was good. It's one match. But I'm sure to play some ranked and get some more experience in there. But I want to say it was positive. Okay. It was a good first impression. Like overall, I was I was more nervous than anyone else. The game felt fun. It was a win, so I didn't feel the what happens when you lose on voice chat. I don't know what that looks like, but we'll i I'm sure we're sure to find out.
1: Yeah. Well I'm yeah, I enjoy now myself, I'm, I'm so. suddenly suddenly more intrigued about it. I don't know. I just I'm just the idea of it seriously makes me just not want to do it but so what I you've described you can is RR.
3: mute per user i think you so can, if
1: someone yeah. is like just like in
3: text chat if someone is like getting under your nerves you can just mute
1: yeah you can do the same thing and you're and that's yeah. totally true um you can mute their audio you can mute their 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 chat and you can mute the entire thing all in one go if you want as well through the little loading screen thing there's like a Mm-hmm. Join or leave chat thing. I forget how it says it, but I just keep seeing it and going, cancel, <laughs> cancel, cancel.
3: Yeah. If you're playing, if you're playing in a casual mode, maybe don't worry about it too much. Yeah. But, but I think there's this like unwritten contract when you're in rank that everyone wants to rank up mm-hmm. and wants to make do things that are, you know, we may not see eye, eye to eye on everything, but we all want to generally do things that eat everyone and showing the other team that we're better than them. So, I think that communication is good. And I mean, you know, when we play our team leagues, just how effective communication can be versus a, a silent game.
1: Oh, so, no, it's, it's crucial yeah. to that for sure. Like, OK, that's I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I don't know how it's going to go in rank, though, because early days of ranked of a new season scares me a little bit because it seems like that might be when the people are most on edge about winning or not winning. All the try hard hardcores are out there that day. Placement games are wild. Yeah.
2: From what I've seen from Kyle tweeting about it, because he's he's started the charge and I don't want to steal all of his news necessarily, but it sounds like it's not. It was seeing a bunch of use at the end of the season from every time he was in ranked and now that we're in placements. Not everybody's joining. In Mm. fact, maybe there's a lot of people not joining voice chat for placements. Interesting. Mm. That's curious, too, to see if there's going to be people that are just, well, I just do my 10 placements and that's it. And I'm not going to get in voice chat or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Um, Just want to place, get my mount, get my free mount and get out.
2: I told them we needed a term like snowbirds to call Mm. these people. And uh, the best I could come up with was hush puppies.
1: Oh, I like that. Also, I like a good plate of hush, hot hush puppies. Mm. Used to have those. Is that in my, food? Yeah, my wife.
2: <laughs> <my, laughs> yes, it's small dogs. It also sounds those like shoe. Quiet.
1: There's also some shoes called hush puppies. There's some other stuff, but food. And there's a southern. Uh, it's a southern thing, I think, is its origin, like southern states, and uh, they're called hush puppies, and they're really good. kind of like fried bread things. I don't really know how to describe them, but. Canada, listen, you guys put gravy on your fries. You're doing it I'm right. I'm looking it up here. Hush puppy. Yeah. Oh. It, Do you see it? Alternative names. Hush puppy, cornbread ball, corn yeah. dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't always have to be cor- <laughs> corn dodgers, really? Corn it, dodgers. It doesn't always <laughs> have to be, uh, as far as I know, it doesn't have to be corn. Corn. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Cornbread. But what they, is
3: in the hush puppy?
1: Um, Last time. Like I, it looks like breaded stuff. Last time I checked, it was like, I'm trying to remember. It was like just goop in there. What's in there? It's like a fritter, basically. Oh, okay. eggs combined with sugar, onions, self-rising flour, then deep fried. They're almost like little donut holes, but more heart attacky. basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Somebody looked Is at it, donut holes and said, we can do more. Yeah. Is
3: it, it's like the stuff that covers a pogo, but sweet and just that. What
1: the hell's a pogo?
3: Oh, corn dog. We call them Pogos up here. At what?
1: <laughs> do, you, do you have places in the mall called Pogos
3: on a stick? It's because the company that makes them is Pogo. Oh. P-O-G-O.
2: Oh,
1: all right. They're
3: just corn dogs. I don't, right? I don't know the history. It's just it, whenever you guys say corn dogs, I'm like, oh, yeah, you have a weird name for Pogos.
2: We don't have a weird name for it. We just call it by what it is instead of the brand. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, like Kleenex. You say tissue paper. That's true. You. We do say yeah. Kleenex, actually. I we also say, say Band Aid. Band-Aid Kleenex. Uh what's another one? Uh uh aspirin. No, no, no that's not one. Well, oh. maybe I mean, it is. What's the real one for
2: Band Aid? Band Aid is weird, right? Bandage. Adhesive strip.
3: Oh, I thought it was bandage. It's a plaster, isn't it? You put a plaster on. No. What?
1: What? what? No.
2: What? <laughs> plaster is like when you put on a like a cast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what? that too. Anyways.
2: <laughs> yeah, that won't be confusing. Hey mom, I cu- I,
1: hey, mom, I came from from school, eh? And I cut my finger. Or oh, let's just put
2: some plaster on
1: there, young man. Put a plaster on it. Yeah, that's right.
2: That's you look like those thing. actors who are getting face molds. Hey, go done into up the cupboard
3: head. and get me a plaster, and I'll put it on your cut
1: there. I like that. I'm going to call it a plaster from now on. Hey, Nick, have you ever we cut all your work. hand? Yeah. Next time you cut your hand, we're putting a plaster on it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Pretty excited about that. Anyway, well, all right. Voice chat. There it is. We'll see uh, moving forward. Uh, John. Yes. You got a question here about heroes and season passes. I'm very curious about this, actually. When I saw you put this in here, I went, ew, now there's some there's some thinking I might actually be able to get behind. But you explain what you mean.
2: So this is kind of three things that I'm rolling all into one topic. I mean, obviously, we know that there's been a lot of drama around loot boxes uh thanks ea yeah for that Mm. uh to the point where it's now reaching legislation and legislative levels we'll see where it goes but obviously that's put a lot of fear in gaming companies the esrb is finally doing the bare minimum to try and address this by adding a sticker to boxes that will be on literally every box um, but it shows that we're in a weird place where we're thinking about how things are rewarded. And as a result, I've been thinking about in a world where loot boxes start to go away or start to you know fall even more out of favor. Um, what are other ways that heroes can monetize and still encourage people to play and all of that? And. I guess what I'm about to describe is actually sort of what's in place for Dota 2, but I haven't ever played Dota 2, so I didn't know that. Uh, But I do work with somebody who's fallen way into Fortnite. Mm. And what he described them as having is they have these battle passes. Yeah. And uh, the way it works basically is there's there's a cheap one and there's an expensive one and you buy it. And then for a season window of content, As you play games and earn points and rank up towards it, you unlock things Mm -hmm. progressively as you go through it. Right. Um, And I thought about that and I thought, well, I don't know with the amount of things that's in Heroes if that would be an effective way of doing sort of unlocks. But season rewards seem broken to me um and they kind of came out with the new 2018 season 2 information and it's sort of more of the same mm. it's they did some changes with how placements are going to work but it's still you get amount for the same amount of placements versus hero league and team league and they're just kind of going down the same road and i think it's broken because to me heroes is not about oh i just got to climb this ladder Like You want to. You want to get better. If you're a gold player, you should strive to become a platinum player one day. But ultimately Heroes is about getting good matches and playing at your skill level. And I've talked to some people that we've played with that have said I'm happy with where I'm at. I just want to get in and play and have a good time. I don't want to be the best. I don't want to be a masters level player or anything like that. I just want to be happy with where I'm at. And for people like that, I don't think putting these mounts and things like that as an incentive to climb, I don't think that does them any favors because it sets an expectation of, oh, I got to climb this thing. I have to get better. I have to rank up every every time. And to me, the goal should be, oh, I want good matches every single time. So I was thinking, what if we applied this logic and we stopped making it about this ladder you needed to climb, and it just became about... How many matches are you putting in and points you're earning in a season? Because ultimately that's what they should really want is people getting into season and playing a bunch of games, not just 10 and then calling it quits. That doesn't do anybody any favors, but if you could get that Epic version of the Mount, because you spent a season playing ranked modes, I think people would do it. I think that keeps a bigger population. I think that keeps people more interested The more MMR data they get, the more accurate your MMR and matches are going to be. And to me, that's in service to the game. And Hmm. so while I don't know if a season pass would replace loot boxes, I think it could be a really cool thing to implement for season rewards.
1: Interesting. So Nick just got the $10. uh, What's it called, Nick? Battle pass. Battle pass. You got your battle pass? Nick? Uh, he's in the shitter. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he just did this in, in, uh, this is like the big, huge thing with him and his friends. They're all playing Fortnite. Like it's going out of style. Uh, and they're all, they all, by the way, made this big jump from PUBG to that because all their friends are playing it. It's like insane. In fact, right now it's like outperforming PUBG on Twitch by three to one or something. Uh, which is crazy, but, um, I guess well done Fortnite team. You figured out a way to make your game relevant. And, uh, Anyway, so he did this thing where he paid ten bucks. It was called the battle pass. It's the lowest, I think, the lowest tier you can get. Yeah, and he immediately was able to get some cool stuff and and generally just start uh, customizing his character because in the free mode you kind of can't do much. It's just play, really, um, and that's great. I think that's a great free thing to be doing. But the the minute you want to start looking like you got a helmet on or do some other you know whatever creative things, you have to spend a little cat or not cash, but you you know you do one of these battle passes and they've all done it him and all of his friends all bellied up 10 bucks it's an it's a thing they can do and afford and they love it they they are they're all claiming that the battle pass is the coolest thing ever and this is a bunch of cheapskate teenagers who don't have money so there's something to what you're saying i don't know what the implementation is with heroes but i think there's money to be made is the main point i'd like to make here which is if there was some on-ramping, I don't just mean for new players, but like a new season on-ramping benefit for locking in with a ticket or a battle pass or whatever you want to call it. Actually, battle pass is a great name. It's too bad Blizzard didn't think of it because it's perfect for Battle.net. Yeah. But uh, that's really interesting, you know. That's probably money to be made there. Now, again, as I'm sure it's all kinds of problems I can't think of that aren't the same or whatever, um, and maybe it's harder to implement this sort of stuff later in the game like this, but I would be into them experimenting with that in some way.
3: So a battle pass, what is a
1: battle pass? It's like so a the, So the way it works is, <laughs>
3: <You> <laughs> is... it So wait, let me... Um, is it like basically you're paying a subscription fee to get a ton of daily quests?
2: Um, mm. I can kind of see that, not quite white though it's it's almost like do you remember the the war chests that they did for Starcraft 2 sure. or uh the the what's it's for Dota 2 the the book thing that they do the compendiums or whatever Oh right Okay. so basically what it is is you unlock the potential to unlock things which sounds oh like the most like Oh my god <laughs> it sounds like the most like rip off concept in the world it's like the old oh. star wars action figure <laughs> like hey you bought a box but we promise we'll send you okay action figures.
3: but why is it why is it not complete garbage you're gonna so, tell me now
2: so here's the idea so let's say let's let's put it in the context of a season so let's say season three they say okay we're gonna do a battle pass mm-hmm. during that season window you buy the battle pass let's say you buy the cheapest version you get it you start playing games. As you play games, you're going to make progress in your battle pass. And when you hit certain milestones, you unlock things. Now, what they would do for heroes, who knows? In games like Fortnite, it's you unlock this character. You Now you've unlocked this customized weapon. Now you've unlocked this emote. It's a series of unlocks that's not randomized, so you actually know what you're getting. How, um, like, so Do you
3: can... earn them through experience points or uh, games yes. played? Because uh, we through, have this, we the event quests are kind of tiered in the same way. For yes, seasons.
2: it's actually kind of like that on a larger scale.
3: Oh, I don't know about that. I'm I'm not going to agree with that. Not a I'd fan. Eh? Keep
1: what we have. <laughs>
2: yes, please. Oh S- my god. So
3: what is
1: it about? What is about that that puts you in the in the cheeser there? I don't,
3: don't like the idea of spending money. Like, <clears throat> okay, that's why I say it's like a subscription fee. Like, I buy a stim pack. If I don't play, the stim pack money is gone. Right. right but um it's so low value that i feel like when i buy like the pack in this game i'm just kind of donating my money because i want to support the game and a little bit of little extra xp just gets me closer to a loot box but it's really kind of pointless in in a way but i'm okay with that i guess you'd have to be okay with it in this situation it's just if I don't play, then I don't get like something awesome. Yeah, Cause it looks you don't like at the top you don't tier get
2: loot boxes though. Like it's the same thing. Except yeah, the difference is you no, know I can you're getting. buy, I can buy the things. Like, so like, like, so yes, technically you can. My understanding of the way it works in, um, Fortnite is during the last two weeks when they were about to cut it off and say season's over. If you don't finish it, these rewards are gone to you, which is another thing where I was like, whoa, that seems weird. I paid for a thing and now I'm not getting it. You can buy to unlock levels.
3: So it's like not random loot boxes. Like if I, if I played 10 hours and unlocked 20 loot boxes in heroes, the alternative you're suggesting is I buy the potential to unlock it. If I play the same amount of time, let's say, but if I don't, I don't get it. It just sort of works out to be the same thing. But one's on a deadline, I assume, because it looks like there's seasons with the with these passes. Right.
1: It almost becomes like a like a subscription mm. in a weird way too, doesn't it? Then so you know what
3: mode I like. I logged in yesterday and I bought all the canine cop stuff I wanted. <laughs> Thank you. I I put fifty bucks into that game. That's more than I paid for the surge, which I just bought on sale for twenty dollars. Uh, which should be the other way around. A game that just released, I should buy the $50 box and be spending my nickels and dimes on a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I don't know. I I think they got the right money from me. <laughs> they beat their competitors uh, in that I won't. I'll balk at a $50 to $70 price point on a game, but I just poof, put down 50 bucks for skins, basically, in heroes. So I don't know. Like, I, I I'm... So you said there's a problem with loot boxes. I'm like, yeah, I don't really love it. Um, the season rewards, I'm with you on the get rid of them. <laughs> like the mounts and stuff like that. Right. I, I just stopped there. I just like get rid of them. Mm. I kind of it still bugs me that I don't get my elite mounts.
2: But I mean, I think here's the thing, Bo. First of all, you're weird. I think that's <laughs> yeah not, <it's> OK. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. You're weird, but you're not wrong. Yeah. And I, I actually kind of Subjective. agree with you. Yeah, but. I think that, like, you look at what Scott's saying with Nick and his friends being like, "Oh, I freaking love the battle pass! Oh, I'm so excited to unlock this stuff!" Like, that's the kind of hype you need to bring to your game in some way. That Heroes isn't hitting. Nobody, I nobody is going like, "Oh, sick! I'm gonna unlock some more loot boxes." Like, it might be a slight nudge in that, "Oh, this character's about to level. I'll get a loot box." But nobody's like, oh, I want to go in and just play game after game after game to unlock this stuff. Even the holiday events, I'm not necessarily feeling it. And so I feel like that's a puzzle for them to solve in bringing people to the game. Now, that's me playing devil's advocate to some degree, because ultimately, I think I do agree with you. I'm in a world where it's like, Hey, we put new skins in the game. Do you want to buy them? Yes. Okay, you can buy them. Like I think that that's the most logical easy path. But then we get back to this world of like, okay, well what's the progression and and you know, what are we working towards when we play these games? And is there something that we even need to work towards when we play these games?
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's the part I guess that I'm intrigued by is the hype factor that I'm seeing out of these four or five 16 year olds um I've not seen that with games in a while for them like before this it was either it was like I can't afford a wow subscription I guess I'll just play this free shitty thing or I can't get pubg I can't afford it let's just play minecraft I guess I already have that like there's always like this little bit of a melancholy about what's the hot fun thing to do and along comes this thing that is the hot fun thing to do it offers just straight up free but then they've got a cool hook that they all dived into for the 10 bucks without without much question. And I don't know, something to it. Don't know what it is. Not saying those guys have a, a, the market cornered on this by any stretch. Those guys yeah. just started. So I, I don't know what their overall long-term plan is. But
2: But the question could also be, are they excited because of the thing or are they excited because they're into the game and that thing is a part of the game? Because right. there's a chance Heroes turns around and says, "Oh yeah, people are digging this. Let's put it in our game," and nobody cares because you know, like it turns out, people were just excited because they're way into Fortnite, right? You know, and it wasn't that they were way into battle passes; they were just really into Fortnite.
1: Yeah, I, I this a it's a really good question. I want feedback on this. There's already people in the chat uh, talking about it, um, and there is no example of Blizzard actually doing this. The closest thing I can think of. We don't think of it this way, but a battle, a, the Battle Pass concept is basically a World of Warcraft subscription. <laughs> mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, you're paying for a subscription, you're paying for access, which is maybe the one thing that makes it different. But really, what are you paying for it? You're paying money for the hope that you're going to get cool stuff when you get it. Like, right. oh, I finished this quest, I hope I get a rad thing, or I hope I get this cool drop in this dungeon. or I mean, it's obviously a lot more complex example, but it's kind of what it is.
2: Well, and it's sim. It is similar to the war chest that they did in StarCraft Two, and I. I think Bo was right. It's spot on to like what they do for their little micro holidays. Like, I know during the holiday that if I play enough games, I'm gonna get a rocket mount. Like, mm-hmm. that's a known quantity. I don't have to roll for it. I don't have to hope that the loot gods love me and I get a sweet box. I know that's coming, and I actually I kind of like that. Now, whether or not if I want to pay money to get that comfort with other things? I don't know. But um, I think that they could do some interesting things with it. I And I don't know if it's a case where you can say, okay, literally cut and paste what exists elsewhere and it will work perfectly. Or if it's just something that they have to figure out their solution to it.
1: Would you guys pay for... Here's a question for you. If they offered a $10 a month subscription to Heroes of the Storm and that included access... To all of the skins as they come out. You just get everything as it comes out. Mounts, whatever. That stuff is just yours to use. If you stop subscribing, you still have your free game. But all the heroes that you got uh, through the subscription. All of the skins you got through the subscription. All of that stuff goes back into a have to roll for it and get boxes for um, existence. Would you do that in Heroes of the Storm? Basically rent the game.
3: You I mean, if, as soon as I stopped subbing, I wouldn't get access to them anymore. You'd
1: still have access to the game and anything that you rolled yeah. for in the game or anything that you oh, paid money I for, uh, Up to, especially at this point where like, imagine it launched today though. Okay. So it makes the whole game free to play everything in it. Everyth- and if
3: you unsub, then you only have what you bought.
1: You only have the things you correct. In other words, uh, uh, yesterday when the skins came out, if you were a subscriber, you just got those skins. You know what it's like? It's like ESO's ESO's DLC system. If you pay for a, an ESO Plus account, you get free DLC. If you don't, you can buy that DLC, but you buy it and, you know, you buy it separately every time it comes out. You just get it if you're a subscriber. In this case, you would just get it, but the second you stop your subscription, you stop having access to the things that you have been granted access to while you were subbing. And so I won't have that mount that that just came out because I because I was subbing. Instead, I might get that mount at some point through a loot box or something and have permanent ownership of it.
3: Oh.
1: That's. I'm just saying, I'd do it. I'd do it.
3: Yeah, I think I'd be. I think I'd be into that. It's I'd weird be- how the idea of ownership works, right? Except there's a part of my brain that's like, oh, but I won't own any of it. And I'm like, don't own any of it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, right?
2: If they pull the <laughs> plug on heroes, you've got nothing. Oh so, <laughs> yeah,
3: that seems fine. That's. It seems like uh, I can just use everything. Yeah, just lease the game. Like it's just and I don't know how this works for other games, but at the end of the day, when I log in, I just want to play in a match mm. and this other stuff, the trappings around it, it just feels like I- I'm not super into it. Yeah, but I mean, you're into boxes... it enough.
1: You're into enough of the threw 30 bucks at the,
3: Oh no, I like buying the skins. I just mean, I'm not super into thinking about it too much. Oh, and I think oh, that's oh. true of a lot of people. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I think you're kind of spot on where it's just like, I think people just like Fortnite and, there's a unique way that they do it there so people think better of it than it actually is it just sounds like repurposed same old same old to me um i think that's a, fair a, that's fair. you know like it's just let's how do we arrange these things in a different manner but i wouldn't credit it with
1: the reason why they're making
3: money at, at
1: all no I no think. no right now they're making money because of volume they just have so many people playing and they want to play their game like, yeah they, you and, know the more and they're giving them a, you
3: know cheap 100 people or hundred thousand people in your game and you have a conversion rate of two percent in a month and like then that those are your sales or whatever Mm -hmm. like not everyone plays a free-to-play game gonna buy but a certain percentage will so they just need to figure out how to get more people playing their game and if there's a money issue then they got
1: they very quickly got to that that the whales are paying for everything level like heroes has had a slow climb to it They've got to get to that place. Whereas that game and other games like it when their smash hits out of the gate, they just, you know, they're making money immediately because those percentages are working out. It's a volume, it's a volume game and they're and they're making it. So I don't think it's I don't think it's a fair comparison either. But I don't know, as with all things, and like it is with a lot of other companies, there's things to learn from other models. Like I feel like what happens in this industry is everybody learns from Blizzard when they're making their actual video games. They learn from their design standards. But Blizzard Sometimes is a little slow to learn from the business standards of the rest of the industry. I'm not saying they're all doing it right, but they don't really pay attention to it, I don't think, as much. Um, that being said, they've been very, very successful with a retail launch of Overwatch and then tons of revenue from loot boxes. The loot box system over there is a is a money printer. It just is. Right. It worked out it for all we
3: for all we know. This it's been a success here too. We have no idea. Yeah, because we don't no, we don't know. No hint. It, like oh, Blizzard earnings calling every other game but Heroes. Yeah. So then there's that
1: perception problem. But like we have no idea. Right. And it's even the in no the idea. case even in the case of Overwatch, they don't really we don't know either. I mean, we know that the game keeps selling, and there's like we have this many concurrent players. It doesn't tell us how much money they're making from skins or any. They don't they don't say. So even then, they don't say.
3: I I would say I would say this is what we need because this topic's come up again, and it is in the vein of, it is in the vein of, is our game healthy? Is that like I feel like we need a, a video game doctor, be from <laughs> Blizzard, to come out and give us the diagnosis on Heroes physical. Mm. We seem to we seem to get that public perception from games like Warcraft and and. Um, uh, overwatch and hearthstone we you know there's a dedicated pile of people we know diablo is not you know some huge profit generator at this point and same with their remastered is just for a niche audience mm-hmm. but we know those the, you know those big flagship games are doing well the heroes we don't yeah. know we don't know yeah we yeah. don't know and so it we could take be... the silence as man this game must be suffering horribly they're like man we like this game but <laughs> we have to overwatch has to pay for the development team to work on stuff. Nothing could be further from the truth. Maybe we need a doctor.
1: Yeah. Here's what you would say. Now listen, you, you took a beating us. your heart, kid heart badly. I've got to get a doctor. No. Yeah. See, get a doctor. Yeah.
2: Well, Sad. it goes back to that story. That was, I, I think Scott, you posted it in our Slack earlier in the week that people, they had to actually write a news article saying, guys don't panic. just because they pulled a bunch of heroes, merchandise from the blizzard store, doesn't mean the game's going away like and that's not an article they would have had to have written for any other game yeah um if, if that same article if they had done the same thing if if you woke up tomorrow and every piece of overwatch merchandise was gone from the blizzard store the news story would be oh what exciting surprise is coming for overwatch yeah what are they, swapping they just out? did this thing yeah, yeah. But they do it for heroes and it's Game's dead. Like has to has to be <laughs> only logical reason is the game's dying. Yeah, and that's a hundred percent this perception thing that we keep running into.
1: Yeah, I don't know how to get around it. Yeah, and he, okay, and here's the other thing: I, we're
3: gonna jump on the perception bandwagon. Roll for perception. All right, got it. Okay, okay. roll a five. It's gonna be terrible. What i was about to say. <laughs> Twelve. Um, so, <sighs> the trailer, the BlizzCon, the opening ceremony with the trailers, again. We had the Mecha Storm trailer later, which was freaking awesome mm-hmm. and was well received. And you know, the people at the company on the dev team were jazzed about this thing. But the trailer for Heroes in comparison to Overwatch and to World of Warcraft was not nearly as good. And that's bad optics, too. That's like, oh, here's this game, and they're so so cinematic, which is great. And people worked hard on it. And then you have these like jaw dropping things happen after. All that stuff, like, adds up to that perception issue. Anyways, that's... Because it it reminded me of that. And then it was like, okay, well, you know, we felt consoled about what we had, and it was... A lot of hard work went into it, so it was good. But then we got the mecha material thing, and I was like, oh my
1: god! This thing is
3: amazing! Like, I world of warcraft trailer i forgot all about that this trailer is amazing
1: well so the, the wild one's they, always going to be their their hot business right that's going to come out and blow everybody's mind yeah, and be but cinematic. as a heroes player i don't want that like no, totally i get it
3: i want my trailer to be the one that gets the money thrown at it and that's just i know. totally
1: get that but like I'm, I'm gonna actually defend the heroes trailer a little bit and i don't mean that it was that you're saying it's bad i know you're not saying it was bad it's good i'm it's saying really
3: comparison it was a rung down
1: on the ladder from overwatch, the overwatch short. Sure. But I'm, but that's out. where I'm actually not sure. The reason it might be down on the overwatch short is because the overwatch short is all about establishing connections with these characters like Reinhardt. And now we know mm-hmm. her name is Brigitte or whatever her name is. Uh, Brigetta. Brigitte. 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 Yeah. Well, they say uh, she's. it's actually Brigette, Brigitte or something like that. They pronounce it Brigitte. weird. Brigitte. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Uh, who we got a glimpse, glimpse of in that and then just the whole like Reinhardt having a change of heart and understanding what you know dedication is not just being a dude with with the with his hair in his eye. It's a great short. It's I really like good. It. It's no question that it's great <clears throat> but I would actually say production value wise and stuff it's not that it doesn't have much on what happened in that Heroes trailer. It's just that the Heroes trailer was like hey you know that Hanzo guy you kind of already know and we've already established all the emotional connections to him from that Brothers trailer and and everything else, well, he's here. Oh, and look, here's Alex Drozzi. You've heard about her, right? She's in, wow. What if they were shooting at each other? What? And there's not the emotional connection. Everything else about it is top-notch, top-shelf. But it's not like this new storytelling. It's this reduction. It's this taking them and saying, what if they were in the same game? Remember Heroes of the Storm? That's what we do. They got murlocs in there and space guys. And there's a big old fat guy with two heads. Wah! Like, it's just, the. it's a different kind of thing and because of that it seems diminished and i don't know how you get around that i think that's just the way it is like how are you I'm ever going to make it more important because you've already got them from their more important origins and heroes is not the thing that birthed them these other games did heroes is just the place where you can work out this fantasy where i'm playing an overwatch character versus a dragon lady from from warcraft
2: I think the big problem is Heroes should be a game that's all about fan service. Like, it's fan service to people who like their games. And I'm sorry, but I don't think there was a single person on this planet that was like, God, the only thing I ever wanted in life was to see Hanzo fight Alex Straza. And it just <laughs> wouldn't, I, my life wouldn't be complete unless I see those two characters interact. But to this day, the most I the biggest reaction I've ever heard in all of BlizzCon. There's been two. Um, One was the Sylvanas for the Horde really made people lose their shit. Yeah, that was good. But I would say probably honestly bigger than that was the very first Heroes of the Storm trailer where you've got Rainer doing the come out, come out wherever you are. And you've got Diablo step through the smoke and you just have that moment where you realize Jim Rayner's fighting Diablo. What the heck is going on? This is the best. And and then you just see all these different heroes together interacting. And that was the moment that like that place exploded and it exploded because that was this amazing cinematic of all these characters that we just absolutely adore coming together in a really weird way. And since then, they've kind of leaned on okay here's a cool cinematic i mean the varian ragnaros one was was neat but varian could fight ragnaros that's not leaning into any of the hero's strengths like that's a thing that could happen in wow it didn't but it could um they're both wow characters sure and nobody wants to see hanzo fight alexstraza I, I'm, it was a fine trailer i actually liked it but i wasn't like hanzo finally he's getting his spotlight guys
1: yeah and it depended on two very visual elements one was hanzo's ultimate he fires off his thing and the crowd went a little wild and then her turning into a dragon and zipping back up into the air in dragon form after being in human form made people go oh yeah that's right but you're it's borrowed you know what i mean like those are two things we already have it's established you're not doing anything new there Plus, you know, you can't pretend like you've had Hanzo for thirty years, and that you are
2: you yeah.
1: are suddenly That'll, having this great new reveal, nostalgic right?
2: Nostalgic for Hanzo,
1: yeah. right, <laughs> right. So it, it's hard. I think it's hard. I, I just that's what I that's why I'm, I come down on this every time is this is freaking hard for Blizzard yeah, but to, to deal with.
3: It's and deal. it's it's not a question of like this, today's subject is not let's bag on the heroes trailer at BlizzCon this year. It's optics. It's again, we need a doctor to tell us. This game is super freaking healthy financially. Because we hear a lot, there's good things to come for the future and all that. But, you know, like I said, that's why the topic of loot boxes comes up. Because if this works, what they have now is making them tons of money. No problem. I have have zero problems with what's going on in the game right now. We should stop crapping on it. It's successful. I'm spending money in this game. So it's fine. Yeah, but we just don't know.
1: We just don't know, do we? That's but the problem. that's
3: why it would like someone to, to from the company to come out and say we turned a profit on this game or we expect to turn a profit soon like a little bit more transparency because people are investing their time i invest my time in the game and i guess a company whose game is going down the toilet not going to come out and say it until they're ready to pull the plug and see the four mobas that closed down in the past month mm-hmm. um But Blizzard's a different kind of a company, and I think people invest pretty heavily
1: uh, in playing their games. So, you know, some some
3: assurances on that front are warranted.
1: There is some some talk around water coolers or just some stuff I've read on Reddit and a few other places. Some think the shutting down of those three or four other MOBAs in February or right around the first of the year uh, is good news for Heroes because it's a landing place for them, for those people. Because they're they don't want the typical uh, League of Legends uh, Dota thing. Maybe Heroes is a little closer to them and to their archetypes, but it's different enough that they can leave their their very different uh, Moba they were getting into and and land somewhere closer to Heroes than they would the other two. So, so I don't know. Maybe there's some hope in that. But again, none of this really matters unless Blizzard comes out and says something about it.
2: Well. And I think another thing, and I I know we're in the weeds about this a bit, but I think that's fine. I think it's good discussion is. uh, I you look at something like Fortnite, which right now is the big success story, because Mm -hmm. it's a game that was a hey, we're going to base something off of something else that we just dig. And now all of a sudden it's the most viewed game on Twitch. Like they did the thing that every game developer wants their game to do. And when I look at it, I say, "Okay, cool. It worked for them. Why doesn't it work for a game like Heroes, where you even have big name Dota 2 and League of Legends streamers saying, yeah, it's my favorite game to play. It's just not where the viewers are. Like, that's something that has been said by so many top level streamers. And you just think, well, man, I feel like we're on the cusp of something. What's the difference And the the one theory that I have, the only reason that, that comes to mind that makes me think, well, I wonder if this is why Heroes just hasn't taken off completely, is you look at hardcore MOBA players, and when they talk about Heroes, they have a tendency to be like, oh, it's too easy, it's too basic, too simple. I don't agree with that assessment, but that's what you typically hear. And then you look at the people that don't play MOBAs, and I wonder if they look at Heroes and say, that's too complicated. Mm-hmm. You know uh, i talking to again somebody who's super into Fortnite right now, he said he was looking at heroes because he had heard me talk about it, and he was like, Oh, I could never play a game like that that's too complicated i don't know what's going on in that mm-hmm. and I wonder if they've just carved this weird niche that's too basic for the people that are into the genre, too complicated for the people that aren't in the genre, and it, so it's just pulling in the people that are on the very edges of that people who yeah want something a little different out of a MOBA and something and people who want something a little more complicated than a, a typical shooter. Well at the then, least at
1: least at the least the optics are those two things that you just said. The optics are that it's too easy for hardcore MOBA players and too complicated for newbies. Like even if that if neither of those things are actually true, because I don't think they actually are, if it was too right. complicated for newbies, I wouldn't have been able to get into it because before this I kind of avoided MOBAs. Um, the Blizzard name's what drew me in. Like, I'm not sure I'd be, I, I would have given it a chance had it not been the Blizzard name. If it had been some other third party, I probably wouldn't be into it. Or I wouldn't have been in the beginning. It got its claws in me and hooked me in, and now I'm all in, and I freaking love it. But it's the Blizzard name that got me there. And what got me to stay is the gameplay. In the oh. case of people who don't leave those other two games. So I guess I'll say this. John, I think that's actually pretty pretty good point. I think, you, I think you're probably onto something there. I think part of it also is time. So why can a game like Fortnite swing in where it's got like really no notoriety of any kind? It's been sort of just burning on the back burner forever with their their freaking survival mode and all that. Nobody seemed to really care about it. It wasn't even in the top 100 uh, things going on on Twitch. PUBG comes around, has great success. Less than a year later, though, these Fortnite guys turn it around and say, yeah, we got that battle Royale system too. Now everyone's popping up with it, but they were very quick on the turnaround. Mm-hmm. Now you would argue, I would argue that that's not Blizzard's way, but they were what? Six years behind uh league yeah. and, and five behind Dota. Like they just took too long in some, in some regard. Like I think heroes is a very different player base. And I don't just mean because so much time has passed, but because of the impact of it, if it had come out, in 2010 or 20, you know, the year that Starcraft two was the big hullabaloo. What if heroes of the storm was the big hullabaloo? That would have been a very different trajectory for that game. Um, yeah. They kind of let
2: the preconception settle by being so late to the party. Yeah. Like yeah. if you were quicker, all those people that are like, Oh, it's too easy. They wouldn't know that yet. Yeah. They, they wouldn't still be in the discovery phase, but instead you've got them rooted in saying, "Nah, we're, we're the League of Legends people. We're the Dota 2 people, right. and they're entrenched now. Yeah, and yeah
1: guess what? Guess what? Might. Doesn't matter to some 15-year-old who's trying to play hard in in League, saying to them, "Well, that game started out as a mod in Warcraft 3 back in 2003 when you were like two years old." They don't care. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They don't care. <laughs> so there's there's a few things that play there. It's it's interesting, and it's we're not the first show to be talking about this lately. So I feel like there's a little bit of a groundswell of just interest at this stage like where are you at blizzard like what's what's going on we love your game we're all dedicated to it obviously um we love it and i want to know where we're i just kind of want to know where we're at whatever the factors are it doesn't mean that i think blizzard's effing up because i don't think they are i think it's amazing. i I bought
3: the last three bundles
1: i I, because i did also buy a lunar bundle
3: incidentally (gasps) we talk about that i got, got the mounts yeah I thought you didn't want so, that one. Cause... So I bought the Mecha Storm. I did get, end up getting a Lunar Bundle. I just felt like I was like, "Yeah,
0: wow." Man, I, kinda,
3: I don't feel like opening boxes and lo- looting the stuff. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna support my game. And I bought the cop stuff. And I'm a Stim purchaser, like.
1: You are. you basically. I I know there are other ones. Uh, I don't know. You are the hero of
3: the storm. You are the hero (laughs) of the storm, but
1: you are you are basically subscribing to the game with those stim packs. I mean, mean, you know, it's it's it's, it's the thing to do.
3: It's the game. uh, Play the game. We come here weekly to celebrate the game.
1: Yeah.
3: And 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 I like I like that we can buy the stuff.
1: Sure.
2: I think there's going to be people that probably say it doesn't sound like we're celebrating the game right now. We are. I, wa- I want it to be clear that I don't think that there's genuine doom and gloom for the game. But I do think that this is an interesting thing to think about. And I think that, like you guys said, on the backs of these other MOBAs closing, it's natural to say, what does that do for us? Mm-hmm. Like, where does that put us? Where are we at? And I do think that there is some level of a perception problem. And I think it's a problem because I don't think it's true. I don't think Heroes is actually in trouble. If you put a gun to my head and said, John, how's Heroes doing? I'd be like, why are you asking me? But then if you made me answer, I'd say, I don't think it is because I'm kind of like Bo. I bought the the cop pack. I bought the um, I bought the Mecha skins. I bought some, I didn't buy the big bundle, but I bought, I bought two of them. I think I bought the Tyrael and the Rhaegar, um, to screw Apather. Uh, but, <laughs> that just but I mean, response. I'm buying some of this stuff too. I buy a stim pack every time it comes up. I don't think they're actually hurting as bad as we as players will put on them.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I we probably said all there is to say, but I'll bet at some point they have to address this in some way because it's it's just it's just a even even if it's all going fine you're still going to have that weird perception they can't they 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 can't win either way because on the other side you have people saying ah all their other successful games are just floating them like they're just that's you know they're all paying for this stepchild of a game and that's not true <laughs> probably but we don't know because they don't get out ahead of that and i don't know why they don't maybe maybe there's no maybe there's no point to it because because now if they do try to get out in the head of that that optics problem maybe that starts to look like oh well now, now they're now they're out defending it must be true that right, things right like weird. somebody
2: comes over and knocks on your door and says hey I just want you to know the house is not on fire <laughs> right. you're like wait a minute what so the house is not Who's, was the house about to be on fire what happened yeah like, too
1: many questions about that that's a good
3: point yeah well I don't mean that they should come out and say it that way well that's it just be like what would they say in the earnings call a line, heroes of the storm, profitable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, done. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But but yeah. at this stage, because they haven't up till now, would it be weird in the next earnings call for them or... to say heroes of the storm, profitable? And everybody go, Oh, they've never done that before. Why are they doing that? They're trying to make sure nobody's worried about what's going on with Heroes of the Storm. Like uh, it's kind of still kind of or that or problem. Maybe
3: they could do like so 2.0 is a big initiative. I mean, they did a lot. They brought us out to promote it and to tell people about it, to experience it firsthand, all the plans. So no doubt they had some uh, objectives and stretch goals for whatever that campaign is. We're, we're approaching a year since 2.0 came out. Yep. Yeah. And so met, even if it said met goals of the 2.0 launch, like mm-hmm. check, investors, be happy, heroes, heroes team, they're doing good on the business side or some some, just something along those lines not that i feel like the game's worrying about it going away i just want to feel like like when you buy boxes in overwatch you're like man i'm feeding that blizzard cash cow choo choo everyone's like take my money here you go i can't help it i must make you rich (laughs) that's what i must do and heroes is like well I, i hope I hope I paid an animator's salary this week. You know, like, <laughs> I, like, like, it's a different thing completely. It's different. And I've bought things in other games, and I'm like, oh, here I go, giving big company all more money for nothing. But I, I my purchases at Heroes are accompanied with like a, uh, sure glad i'm to be helping out <laughs> and, and I, I don't want to feel that way i'd like to feel like god like they need the like heroes needs any more of my money anyways take it yeah but i don't feel that that's not how i feel when i buy things in the
2: game bo buys a skin pack and he feels like he's selling like a sending a care package to a, to a foreign country
1: <laughs> giving peanut butter to some starving boy i get it I yeah, totally get so, it, and 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 you know it doesn't help that there's there's three really bad factors to this that all added up this month, one or, or leading up to this month, and one was a bunch of MOBAs going away. That's nothing to do with Blizzard, but there they are going away. So then people start saying, "Ooh, what about Heroes of the Storm? How's that doing?" So that's one factor. The other factor is all that merch got yanked. So for a lot of people, that's like some kind of weird sign. And the way John described it is a good one. It just it's weird how. If that happened for Overwatch, it'd be a totally different reaction. But that, yet yeah, there it is. And then you have the third thing, which is them getting on camera, which they don't do very often. They got devs on camera saying the words, "Yep, we're like we talked about at BlizzCon. We're slowing down the release of heroes, like they're talking about pulling back, even though that was already in the plan, even though that makes sense, even though that's a practical mm. thing, and even though we all expected it because that's how this stuff goes—you pack it full of heroes and then you start taking your time—or like we all knew that was coming. But all that stuff together creates a vision of what's going on, you know.
3: Yeah, a vision of like, yeah. Can you just brag about? Can we have Ellen DeBerry on the boat, like a really some rich, or put a, give him a gold chalice and be like that? I'm I'm on that hero's money, yo, or something like that. <laughs>
2: his, know, next, like, his next <laughs> things from just the like, like Jack and Rose position of a giant yacht. He's just <laughs> up there given an address
1: i like that also i like that you remember their names were jack and rose because i haven't seen that movie in so long i forgot who the main characters were so thanks for that
2: i remember it because of metal gear solid 2 more than the movie (laughs) itself well done snake
1: all right hey uh new starcraft hero is warping into the nexus if you can believe it uh how
2: do we know this how do we know it's starcraft So, they, in celebration of 20 years of StarCraft, Uh um, all the various games have started putting in some cool new StarCraft-related stuff, and the small little announcement to accompany all of this was, there's a new StarCraft hero coming to Heroes of the Storm in, uh, I think, I can't remember if they said later this month, or if it's actually going, yeah, I think it's near the end of this month. So, uh, so we know it's coming. Now, it, it's possible that it's not the next hero, but there's definitely a StarCraft hero in either the next hero or the hero after that.
1: So, what about all this, uh, this stuff, all the fakery going on with the Deckard Kane teases? Do you think that was all just smoke and mirrors and it's not? Yeah,
2: I think people read too much into files. Okay. Well, files get added early too. Like, mm-hmm. if they have a cool background, there's no reason why they can't put that in the game now for later
1: all right well i kind of have my heart set on them but it's okay because i also like starcraft characters a lot so here's some possibilities phoenix talendar i wish there was one named calendar don't you wouldn't that be mm-hmm. great
2: i'm calendar
1: i'm always on time here <laughs> <I> <laughs>
2: jim rayner's like that means something where i'm from
1: <laughs> hey where are we going next week Ooh, hold on let me look at myself because he'd check himself because he's a calendar get it <laughs> anyway selling or Celendus. Um, yeah. manx is a possibility he's a, such a dick uh a collective hive of zerglings <laughs> we've talked about that before actually this idea of a multiple a multitude of zerglings or zerg and some other named protoss zerg terran unit who knows Sean <laughs> ran out of care. yeah he did <laughs> he did i ran out of From time the i was
2: like i was like who else is there there's and there's some guy named Matt, right? Yeah. I couldn't remember his last name, so I was like, "I'm not gonna write that." And then I was like, "Oh, there's that other dude who gets impaled real bad at the end of Wings of Liberty. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name right now. I wanted to call him Rooster Cogburn, but that's <laughs> not it.
1: <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the? There was like a dwarf that built all the shit for the Terrans. He could do it.
2: Oh uh, yeah, Swan. Swan. Oh, and how Swan. can I? Forget? Ego
1: Stet. Egon
3: Stetman. Oh, like Terezin Egon Statman, right? Yeah, like, yeah.
1: The T's for Terezin. Who was the Who was the other split story? That if you didn't take uh, Nova, you took the other guy. What was his name? Tosh. Tosh is cool.
3: Tosh is great. Yeah. What is it? They're specters. Rather than go with the ghosts, you go with specters. Yeah,
1: and it's still a lot of stealthy bullcrap, but still, I I like him yeah. as a character. Okay, um, I'm gonna You've just got float
2: this out here. Okay. I don't want to shock anybody with how awesome this would be, so hold on to your butts. Okay. Donnie Vermillion. Donnie Vermillion? Yeah.
1: Wait, I can't remember who Donnie Vermillion is. Who is <laughs> he's that? He's
2: the newscaster. He's the oh.
1: newscaster
3: that's always making Rainer stuff sound bad, and then the, the who's I can't remember the girl uh, his name, but the girl's always like Rainer's liberating people, and it, they pull the plug and he's like, Rainer's a terrorist. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> That's Hold on. boring science stuff.
1: Say that guy's name one more time, John. Say it one more time. Do- Donnie Vermillion. All right, I just want to put that in there. as how shocked I am. Carax uh, is another one
3: that I think would be cool in the game. Carax.
2: Carax.
3: Carax. All right. He's the Phase Smith. Yeah. Um, there are a ton of Protoss that I don't remember any of their name in the in the third in the third X pack. It's yeah. true. But there's also units. Like just think of any unit, and then boom you have a character they could invent yeah um we hang on we have units for
2: yeah.
3: for like a terran unit in the tank and we have a probe Do we him have him. a zerg unit character sure. no right sure you have um well, was, Pro-
2: mm, probius, account. probius a probius counts
3: no cuz she's a character in the campaign yeah probius counts like, probius is protoss oh, i'm zerg. talking a zerg. zerg oh oh like, oh zerg a zerg unit like sorry zerg um a roach <laughs> Yeah Ronald the Roach Ronald the Roach. Everybody, I'm
1: here. Ronald the Roach. Hey, <laughs> hey everybody I'm, I'm, the the hey, everybody. I'm or just like an overlord. He has 90
3: gonna... percent uh, movement speed and just barps on the ground.
1: What if it's a it should be a, a sunken colony. once they plant their butt, they can't ever move again until they're dead and go back to the Nexus and come back out again. that'd be all right. I don't yeah, know what, what it would be. I don't know what's
2: the little like tendril thing with a single spike on it. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, uh, it's basically Zerg turret. Oh, that's the
1: one it's that's it. The sunken colony. So you had sunken colony It's called
2: a sunken colony. Yeah.
1: And then you had the other, there's two forms of it. So when you first make it, you get to choose which one you want. So you either do sunken colony or you do spore colony and spore colony shoots air units. Sunken colony does, does ground units. So yeah, sunken colony is what that one is.
2: I want that then. With the little
1: okay. wiener spike that would come up and yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: did you just do that with your middle finger? No, it was this one. <laughs> Okay, I thought you just flipped everybody off. It's <laughs> no. like, yeah, that is how I felt when I ran into those things. You Accurate. know, the Zerg spikes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, I put money. I, I think we got to get Phoenix though. I think Phoenix is too cool. He's too much of a badass. To you think not Phoenix be a or mm. yep. Talendar? Mm. Uh, Talendar, like cyborg, like um purifier, uh, man. Purifier, not like man? this old school. Cause I don't remember the. I know he was in Starcraft one, I think, but like I don't. It's I'm I'm foggy. the The, the Phoenix I know is the the purifier, six legged. Can transform into different things. He's basically a transformer.
1: I am the void king in the chat room. Says it's called a spine crawler. No, he's thinking of Starcraft 2. I'm talking Starcraft 1, uh, Brood War, Spore Colony. Look it up. That's a thing. Spore Colony and oh. Sunken Colony. Those are, those are, things.
2: I was, I, Spine Crawler was the name I was looking for because I played way more Starcraft 2 than Starcraft 1. No, so. yeah, one is, but yes, one, everything about
1: things. one is burned into my brain forever because I played the living hell out of it.
3: Although, did, have you, we, so we haven't played Matt and Han in Commanders yet in StarCraft. No. But that would be, an, if they do the same approach, that would be interesting to have two characters. What would Matt
1: do? Oh, you mean like together working together? Like Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played <laughs> him yet in StarCraft. <laughs> what would Matt too. do? That's a good question. <laughs> what, what's his kit? What is Matt's kit?
2: Matt's, stands... Matt's
3: job in StarCraft is to arrive and look concerned.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: he stands on the bridge and is introspective
1: yeah and says things like oh i don't know captain rainer is that's a good idea or not like that's why is, is that his w like i don't know what his kid is
2: <laughs> I Jeez, jimmy i don't know how we're gonna get out of this one
1: yeah oh you just blew your ultimate so what are you he <laughs> <doing? laughs> <laughs> you whiffed your ultimate i don't know i don't know but but like a zealot who's the zealot with the one eye is that is that not phoenix uh uh,
2: he has a name but i don't remember who he it's Talandar.
1: is that Talandar?
2: no Talandar is phoenix's name when he's a purifier
3: hold on i'm gonna look this up one eyed well it's the name he gives himself because he decides he has his own identity but he doesn't right. change he's still the same person
2: scott's Z- talking about the guy from the cinematic yeah he's the, in
1: the uh, is he in the story he's the one the
2: the He's just a regular zealot. Oh. He, gets, he gets a name, yeah, he does. Uh, yeah,
1: he's not
3: in the. Uh, he's not really in the game. I don't think he might put an appearance early on, but I kind of forget. Yeah, I think yeah. he does
2: during the whole planning stages for retaking the planet. But he yeah, he could maybe. be
1: cool, man. That guy would be really cool. Probably. I want
2: Solendis, but I realize I have no real reason for that other than there's that piece of artwork of her and I really like it. And yeah. I, so I just, I'm just immediately we, like, oh, that would be cool.
3: Question. Do we have a floaty hero besides Archon Mode Li Ming? Oh, I guess it's Oriole. Okay, we do have one.
1: There's a few floaters, right? You
3: got Oriole. Tassadar.
1: Yeah. Tassadar. <laughs> 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 there are a few floaters. Uh, Tyrael.
3: Keltz's... But there's no Starcraft floaters. Right. So. Tassadar
2: floats. <laughs> Tassadar doesn't walk anywhere. Oh, he, he
3: does. Covers. Okay. So we're got to cover. Because I was just thinking, never mind. It would be great to add a floating <laughs> floater hero to the yeah, game.
2: Yeah, we got, got all is, like,
1: kinds three. of floaters in the game. Yeah. You Those are the they, you guys. I don't know if you ever saw that movie with uh, Tom. What's his name? Tom. Also. Who who what? had the mustache? Everybody loved Magnum PI. Tom sure? Selleck. Selleck. Oh Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. No, there's was a Tom Selleck movie where the bad guy was Gene Simmons from Kiss, and they had these little crawly robots, and it was like in the future, and I can't remember the name of it. We saw it for film but there's a scene was it where, like a tower or something like that. Something like that. There is a tower. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There is, and I, there, I
3: can think of the box.
1: There's a there's a scene where <laughs> where Tom Selleck sends in these these robots that hover to kind of check out a crime scene. And when they do it, they're like, all right, we need to check that place out. Send in a floater. We always just thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> Love that. Send yeah, in a floater. Yeah, don't call
2: your sci-fi technology that.
1: No. Let's just call uh, the one-eyed zealot. We'll call him Big Boss. Done. Finished.
2: Uh, chat room says his name is Calidalis.
1: Calidalis. That's shitty.
2: Calidalis.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know. There, may, or there are many ways you can say it. Calidales, Caladallas. Hi,
1: I'm Cala Dallas. I'm like one eye, but I want to get me some zerg. Let's do this. It doesn't work. Shut up, I I Probius. Psychic counts?
2: powers. I'm speaking with an accent in your mind. That movie
1: wasn't retrograde. It's something else. I can't remember the name of it. Gene Simmons is a bad guy. It's really weird.
2: A pylon character. A <laughs> pylon. There, you, you power <laughs> Probius. That's what you do.
1: You can't play till till Probius uh, puts you down. Is it called Runaway? Yes, Runaway. That's it runaway yeah, i remember i remember seeing this box in the video rental store yeah that movie's a real pooper i saw it on film Soc again saw it when it came out and it's not it's not great anyway we'll see uh probably next week
2: we get we find out and then yeah uh, there uh there was a twitter post saying that we would learn more about the new hero next week all so. right. well they're still making heroes must still be a game to work on <laughs> Nope, it's over. It's It's a StarCraft hero. The game must be ending. It's the only way to look at it. It's the
1: only explanation. All right. Also, there was the HCC Clash Final. I heard, because I didn't see it, I heard it was epic. John, you saw it. What'd you think?
2: It was incredible. It was the very definition of uh, like a movie setup. You had Dignitas, who ultimately, uh, well, I guess spoilers. I haven't said it yet. I'm getting better. I warned people this time. All right. That was your warning. Dignitas, who ultimately won, basically won in all their matches. So they basically stayed top of the winner's bracket nonstop across the board. Mm. Zealots, who they went up against, dropped into the loser's bracket, fought all the way through the loser's bracket into the finals. And then that match was a uh, was a best of seven and it was tied 3-3 on a final Towers of Doom match that literally came down to one team fight over the final altar. Whichever team gets it was going to win the game. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It doesn't get much closer than that, and it was really good. It was at one of the most incredible series I've ever seen.
3: Did you? I didn't, yeah, I watched the whole series, except I fell asleep for the last game. Oh! I opened my eyes, and there's Dignitas getting this trophy. And I was like, shit. Oh, is it? Is that the game where
1: they,
2: the trophy fell apart? Was that Yeah. The, oh, that sucks,
1: yeah. man. What happened there? What's going on with trophies these days? They don't make them like they used to. I
2: know. Trophies are falling apart all over the place. I feel like I see that a lot of people picking it up, and then it just goes.
1: Plark, yeah. What was this? I gotta find that. I, there's actually a pretty good gif of that happening. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Hold on, the storm broken
3: tro-y. <laughs> but It's in our Slack. Uh, but no, the games were quite good, and I actually, um, I haven't been keeping up that much with HGC, but I actually tuned in when I could over the course of the weekend, and they've really North stepped up production. I noticed this year it's
1: it's that was loud, sorry.
3: Very entertaining to watch.
1: Uh, let yeah. me, here, I'll play a bit of it. Uh, you guys can see this happen uh, when it fell apart. Uh,
2: showed up in strength and went to the wire. Tempo storm making the region proud. Oh. In the end, the two European teams going absolutely Oh, the whole the base alignment. of it just bombed at bottom. And, and then Christ.
1: like the, the, the dude in the, in the studio was like, uh, Cat to camera five above the stage.
2: <laughs> we can't show that. It's Show where the trophy's still intact. Show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then and then the Twitch chat is just NA lull all throughout. Oh yeah. No, that's <laughs> too bad And North America had
2: a pretty respectful showing for the clash. Yeah. Um it was it, they actually did really well. Yeah. You know, for for a region that's typically a joke. I
3: saw and I heard the crowd.
1: I liked that.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, no, that is good.
3: Yeah, especially yeah. at the Katowice, like matches, it's usually it's like, oh, yeah, someone did a thing. <laughs> it's like one guy <laughs> clapping a thing, and this time it was felt full and exciting. It was yeah. good. Yeah, the production
1: was good. Yeah, I, I did see some of the stuff leading up to it. I didn't see that final game. Somebody needs to tell somebody, though, that no matter what you do and no matter how high your bit rate or what kind of hardware you're running to get your streams out, it doesn't matter if you drop a ton of confetti, it just completely screws up the stream. It looks like yeah. garbage. And it happens on uh. everything, like football, basketball, wherever somebody blows something, if there's a big explosion of confetti out on the field or or a halftime show or something like that, it looks like utter trash. Even on TV, like straight up regular TV, it looks like trash. Just artifacts the hell out of everything. So don't do that anymore. Bigger no, pieces. No,
2: the confetti's good. Big I love the confetti.
1: Balloons and bigger pieces. That's all I'm saying. Not just I, little bits. they should just spray them with a bunch of slime.
2: I was actually super disappointed when I watched the finals last year at BlizzCon. I was apparently like just one row back far enough to not be in the confetti section, mm-hmm. and I was actually really disappointed, because it looks like a lot of confetti, and it looks like a lot of fun. And I was one row too far. It all fell in front of me. I didn't get any confetti at all.
1: Well, I understand how it can feel. And we're here for you now that it's all over.
2: I, I appreciate it. You, you know, betcha. It's a hard time.
1: Uh, let's talk about... Let's break it down. Do I have a thing for that yet? I should have a thing for that. For <laughs> There's a
2: perfect down. sound clip Bow, for it. Break it
1: down. Break it down. Oh, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. Okay, I found... Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, here you go. Uh, All right, we're breaking it down. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. I don't know what that was. Just grab something random. Um, Let's talk about Leoric. I've been hearing from everybody, including you two, and mostly John, that Leoric is like back to being one of the raddest tanks in the history of the game. Uh, I don't know why that is, but I'm going to let you explain. How do you play Leoric? Why is he great again, and why should people dust him off?
2: yeah he's got dusty bones and when i went back to playing him i don't know why he's got such a dusty bones because it turns out leoric's pretty good uh and the reason i started to think well maybe leoric's doing all right is when you look at what blizzard's been focusing on you know kind of taking away from a lot of uh roles is wave clear and leoric is actually really good at wave clear um in addition he's pretty good at being able to soak between multiple lanes. He's got a pretty decent trait. Um, He's got a lot of self-sustain, so he can hang in a lane really well against a lot of the uh, more aggressive pushers. So as I played him, I thought, wow, he actually is fitting into this meta in a pretty decent way. Uh, And I started playing him again, and I hadn't really landed on a build. um, And I eventually got to where I did, but then when I was doing research to kind of talk about him a little bit today, uh, some of his talents, I had completely forgotten aspects of what they did, Uh, like Ominous Wraith, which increases Wraith Walk's duration by 100%. I remembered that. I remembered that part, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But then enemy heroes that come in contact with the Wraith deal 50% less damage for four seconds. And I thought, my goodness, this is a good talent for team fights and negating damage. You just have to Wraith walk through people and they do 50% less damage. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, And. The other thing that I really took uh, to liking about Leoric specifically is he has, in my opinion, uh, a really nice thing with his ultimates at level 10. So in tomb. It's a pretty popular pick. It kind of always has been, even though they've done some work to make March of the Black King better. Um, But what I like is his ultimate kind of evolves as you play him. So when you get in Tomb at level 10, you use it to snag people. You know, everybody's running away. You grab one person, everybody piles on, you get a kill, and then you use that momentum to keep pushing forward. But what I really like is that that's useful And then you get to 20, and the ultimate completely changes if you take Buried Alive. So with Buried Alive, the duration of Entomb is lowered by one second, but it silences anybody inside of it, and they take 50 damage for every second that they're in it.
0: Hmm.
2: So now all of a sudden it goes from this tool where you're trying to just catch somebody out of place to now you're trying to catch the entire team. And it becomes this incredible tool for effective team fighting. And there's not a lot of heroes that have their power fluctuate like that as you go through the leveling process to where they kind of dynamically change. So I've been way into him. Uh, I've been playing him a lot. He works really well. I would still recommend him with a double tank or at least a double bruiser type build. Uh, As far as team comp goes, I don't know if I necessarily like him as a solo tank, although we've done it. Um, and yeah, I've been on kind of a crazy winning streak with
1: him. Uh, really. One of those things I was going to ask you about him. He he seems like uh, he still dies a lot, and and to his uh, to his benefit or to the teens' benefit, sometimes he's dying and then staying there, causing a little bit of havoc and death for him, coming back quicker than he would anybody else, and then popping in again. That's always been a thing of his. It's his trait, right? He persists. Yeah. Um, but. Is that more? It seems like I'm, it seems like you're dying more, and, I, and what I want to know is is that a function of this is how he's meant to be played, and therefore he's this is great because now he's more in line with that, and you're getting benefits out of that out of that weird death cycle, or or does it feel like he's squishier and he's dying more and he shouldn't be? Like it's hard to explain, but it's something I actually meant to ask you the other day when we were playing and you were playing him.
2: Part of that is me getting used to him again. Some of those deaths are not necessarily goals, uh, but they happen. But one thing I have noticed is we have a lot of characters right now that are very good at rushing in, dealing a lot of damage, getting a kill, and then they try to make their way out. Mm -hmm. One of the nice things you can do as Leoric is when you die and you become a ghost, you can cue the enemy and it puts a slow on them. and It's actually a very effective slow. So I can kind of say, you know what, we've got good momentum going into this team fight. I'm going to do as much damage as I can. I'm going to try to stay as long as I can in this team fight, but I'm not going to try to retreat. I'm not going to do myself sustain beyond just a normal skirmish. And if I die, I'm going to take advantage of that moment and that chaos to slow everybody and allow my team to make plays off of that. And I've seen that be very effective with him lately as well, too.
1: Nice. Bo, have you uh, any thoughts on, 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 the old, on the old skeleton man these days?
3: I used to play him a lot, then I stopped playing him, and so it's kind of encouraging to hear John take a liking to him and using him real well in our games. Yeah. But uh, for my part, I'll be the Twinblade Varian supporting you.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, I actually really like Twinblade Varian with Leoric. Uh... Assuming our team doesn't all quit the game.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the problem, right? They see twin. <laughs> they see you pull out your twin blades and they go, well, GG, uninstall, right? Well, I don't know.
3: I've been, well, and it's just quick match. I don't know if, I don't know if this is seriously competitive, but I have a high win percentage with him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now. It's actually kind of, he's kind of a quick match stopper right now. With I t- <laughs> was just
2: referring to, you. Bo and I played a couple games, I think, I don't know, about a week or so ago. And for some reason, we got on this spree where I think in the course of five games, we had three of those five games where somebody was just like, nope, I'm either not participating or I'm going to just quit out of the game completely and leave you with a bot. (laughs) And it was. yeah. Yeah,
3: it was bad. It was
2: shocking how many games it was game after game after game. And what's funny is the two games where people stuck it out. We actually looked like we were losing for a good chunk of the game and we turned around and won. In fact, one of them, Bo and I just pushed with mercenaries and took out the core. And apparently it was so unexpected that the Ragnaros on our team said, what happened as we were as we won the game? That was what he felt the need to share with us was, what happened? I don't understand how we won this game. How did we
1: win this? That game sounds amazing. I wish I was around for that game. I'm sad I missed that.
2: It, it like. was uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if anybody wants to know what my build is on Leoric, I'll just go through it pretty quick. It's actually um, pretty much what I'm seeing on Heroes Hearth as a recommended build. Uh, I am going to actually change it up to take some of the talents that are very popular there as well, because I would like to try them. But uh, I usually will take Consume Vitality or ossian Renewal. Uh, at level 1. Uh, Neil Peasants, which does more minions and Merc damage, at 4. Um, I've been taking Willing Vessel, but seeing uh, Drain Momentum and, again, getting more familiar with that, I can see a lot of advantage with that if you're going to take Ominous Wraith. Uh, definitely taking Entomb. Um, probably wouldn't take March unless it just feels like Entomb is never going to get value. Uh, I had been taking Hardened Bones at 13, but I want to try Ominous Wraith. It sounds like it's going to be really good for team fighting, which means I would take Royal Focus at 16 and Buried Alive at 20. So So
1: pretty consistent with uh, with what they show as average pick stuff on the site, it looks like. Um, Yeah,
2: I had been doing a little more of a W build for him initially, mm -hmm. and I had been finding that while he's just not the sustain tank buster that he used to be before they did the rework to him. Um, and so that maybe some of these other talents that mitigate damage and things like that would be better than trying to get more out of his W, uh, which was how I'd been building him in the past. Mm.
1: Wow. Makes me want to play him for real. Cause I never really gave him that big of a chance. I kind of was okay with him back in the day. And then I kind of stopped and it's been ages, but uh, he's
2: extremely fun.
1: All right. I like fun. Yeah, what's fun? What's fun about them is when you die. Yeah,
3: you're not. You don't. You know, how you, sometimes when you die, you're just like, it's not that you're sad about dying. It's that you're sad that you're not playing for like 40 seconds. Right. Like you just really want to be touching <laughs> buttons, and you're, you know, sometimes it's just like, God, oh, I'm dead. This, I got to watch these other guys play. Um. So with the orc, you're always, you know, you can always be providing vision or doing something, so you don't actually have any downtime during a match. You just playing. And yeah. Sometimes like it's the reverse that happens you're like oh shit i'm not dead I'm, let me do something <laughs> like let me i need to be productive during my dead time
1: so he's yeah. great like that yeah leoric showed up in htc which was good to see he uh, did i
2: don't think he had a great win rate i seem to always be like yeah leoric showing up and then i feel like they lost but i don't ever really feel like it was on the back of like oh, well, they shouldn't have picked that leoric
1: so mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it was all right
1: yeah it was okay
3: uh, By the way, as a quick, quick little note, I don't know what we're moving on to next, but we have. To, I just want to say the Anna upgrades. Oh yeah, really talk good. about her real quick. Really I, I
1: I skipped it, but you like it. You're you're pleased.
3: Yeah, like it's not not the not an in depth uh, comment or anything, but I played uh, looks like eleven games. I'm just checking I got a fifty four percent win rate. So it's pretty good. Um, but she felt really good actually. Mm. Mm. Just that little bit of self sustain as I never if if I was. Low, it's because I was out of position and getting blowing up and so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So she's way more fun. And the lowered cooldown Eye of Horus is amazing. Mm. Yeah. So kind people of, should
1: play Morana. Kind of want to give her a spin, maybe tonight. Yeah. We'll see. One of these random right. games. Uh all right. Hey, quick note before we get to an email. Uh, if you like this show and you like what we're doing over here, you might really like what we're doing on the weekend as well. It's called There Will Be Dungeons at There it's a Dungeons.com. It's D&D campaign. Uh, DM'd by our own Bo Schwartz. He's killing it with this uh, rad story in this rad world, and we are all just living in it. It's me, John, Kyle, Kristen, and Bo every Saturday. Uh, That's at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. if you're in my mountain time. And uh, it's three hours of really, really fun times in D&D 5th edition rules as applied to a very cool custom campaign. So check it out if you can. We'd love to have you over there. Once again, that is therewillbedungeons.com. And I've had a lot of people ask, is there going to be a podcast version? There already is. Has been since day one. You just probably didn't know about it. Uh, Go there to that website. You can find all the links you need to get everything you need. Uh, Any way you want to watch it, catch it, listen to it. It's all there. (laughs) Therewillbedungeons.com. Emails come to the show at core at heroesforyou dot com. And uh, Jeremy wrote in. He spells his name where J.E.R.I.M.Y. Have you ever seen that before? It's new to me. Never seen that. I guess no one's seen it. I no, guess-
3: I've never seen that before. Jeremy. Right. Jeremy. J- 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 J-
2: no, I thought it was a
3: typo. J- <laughs> <So laughs>
2: Jeremy. I think it's fine. I'm just letting you know that when I saw that email, I was like, oh, did somebody miss type- that name.
1: it could totally be a typo so you're not okay. you're probably not wrong but anyway it says hey scott i've been a listener to your heroes podcast and of course the instance for 10 years thank you 10 plus years Jeez, louise how long has that been on thank you for all the awesome content i'm writing today to let you know that i was surprised to see a change in blizzard support where you can't contact a live human being via the phone anymore they have gone completely to either web forums or tickets in wow but i'm having a heroes issue that's just all of a sudden happened during hero select in either unranked or ranked draft. Uh, ranked draft heroes will crash, and then I get a message: "Uh oh, something has happened." Unquote. I uh, hate those kind of messages. Um, I'll get back into heroes and have a lever status on my account. It makes me sad, and I can't contact a live person anymore. I hope they fix this bug. Thanks for reading, Jeremy. Uh, I didn't know they changed that. Um, they employ a ton of service people, customer service people across the board for all their games. and so to hear that they're not doing as much or maybe any um, personalized voice to voice support anymore is is a little bit weird to me. Now I don't know if this is true of World of Warcraft or anything else, but uh, Jeremy se- or Jeremiah or Jeremy se- seems to be saying that. Um, I haven't had any problems, so I haven't had to do any tickets or any kind of anything, but I don't know. It seems like that'd be a bad move to yeah. not have that voice-to-voice thing going, you know?
2: I'm in yeah, the but- uh, school of there is a problem. Uh, rather than call tech support, my immediate go-to is, like, Reddit and Google and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I further the problem by if I don't get my answer there, I immediately give up and just go, well, what was me? Nothing's working. Well, yeah, no, I,
3: exp- I had an experience with them, though. Um, I went to make a purchase. And it didn't go through. They took my money out of my PayPal account, but they never gave me my gems. Oh. So I had to, thankfully, not call them in person, but they, I spoke, you can talk with someone live, like, or set, you said send a ticket in. Uh, and then I think I did talk to somebody live at one point. Like, you will get a response back and then they will look into it. It was very quick.
1: Yeah, so and they made. The person
3: their... was super polite and nice, and it was. it like was a thing? great experience.
1: Was it like a text thing or an email conversation, or how? how did I go? think
3: we, they, we started off as sort of ticket, and then some emails, and then I know I chatted on an online chat client somewhere with someone. I'm pretty sure.
1: Mm, just no voice and, call or anything like that.
3: Yeah, no voice, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't like calling for any reason, <laughs> <laughs> about anything. So I'm like, it's totally okay. And the person was real. Like I said, was very nice and. In text
1: form it was a good experience so that's kind of me too I if i yeah. can do this via some sort of chat i'd rather do that than call somebody anyway
2: so i'm in the same boat i'm consistent across the board i'm the same way about voice chat for tech support that i am for voice chat and <laughs> heroes of the storm i'm like oh can we do this by ticket like i had to cancel something recently and they're like you have to call the cancel i was like no okay yeah. i I spent like an hour trying to convince myself I needed the service so that I didn't have to call. And then when I was finally like, look, no, I can't justify it. (laughs) I got a call and it was the worst. It was the worst experience ever. This wasn't blizzard. This was somebody else, but it was, uh, it was not fun.
1: I am with you guys a hundred percent. I'd much rather the other way. So the, so hearing this sad to me a little in that there are probably plenty of people who are just like, let me just get on the phone call and get this worked out. But I am much more of a, Oh, thanks for the email, sweet. Thanks for the change. Okay, we're good. Market is complete. See you later. I don't yeah. have to, I don't have to talk to somebody who pretends to be Steve from the States, but really he's in, you know, Mumbai or something, which is fine. You know, people sub that stuff out all the time, but it's a hassle. It's a huge pain in the ass. It's like try to get if con- they're
2: from the states though. it's still like, okay, we have to walk through the book. Part one, did you turn it off and then turn it back on? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. And yeah. it's just like, I don't want to do this, guys. I don't. Can I just tell you where I'm at and have you solve my problem? Because there's a process that I don't want to go through.
3: Yeah. Uninstall, reinstall fixes a lot of problems with all games. Yeah. Did you
2: move um, your files to the recycle bin and clear them out. Did you patch?
1: Are your video card drivers up today? Yeah. Like all that stuff i hate it Ugh, i hate it so bad i had big crashing problems the first day of not this
3: patch but the patch before i crashed out of four games i think
1: oh my gosh it's been better and since i
3: couldn't rejoin them and i thankfully didn't get lever status but
1: Is it better since then like you
3: yeah yeah i think it was um was the launch day for who's the new hero uh, maiev i think maiev, it was yeah. like around the launch day for maiev um there's problems
1: you know, I've never. Can I say a quick thing about Maev And I, I don't mean this. I don't. Hopefully, this doesn't sound negative, but I don't know that in the history of heroes, I have gone from everybody's freaking out about a character to nobody's talking about a character as quickly as Mayev. I don't know why that is.
2: Uh, they're they're talking about her if you're watching HGC because she was pretty impactful. Yeah, I don't.
3: I still don't. I I win with her and do well, and I still don't get how. I just pushed the buttons.
2: <laughs> Bo, uh, <laughs> I was asking Bo for tips because I feel like the worst Mayev player in the world. And Bo was like, I, he told me exactly that. Just push buttons. And I went in and I did something and we got a kill. And I have no idea how I did it. And I told Bo as much. And his response to me was, Congratulations, you're Mayaving properly. And I was like, Okay, uh-huh. now I get it. Yeah.
3: It's the new Blizzard mantra easy to learn, easy to master difficult to understand hard to explain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easy easy to learn difficult to
1: master hard to explain that's perfect yeah should put that on a t-shirt it feels like right now yeah yeah well uh we would put it on t-shirt but they quit selling them on the merch store and we don't know why so uh <laughs> Anyway, that's going to do it for emails. If you would like to be like J-R-M-I and send in your own emails, you can. Core at Heroes4U.com. That is core at Heroes4U.com. And that is going to do it for the show. Quick note about a couple of things. We will be playing po- uh, post-show games here shortly. If you'd like to tune into that, that's great. Uh, Kyle, Kristen joining us. And uh, we should have a good time. Yes. So looking forward to that. A little unranked draft. A little, uh, well, I guess, has the new season started? It hasn't started yet. It, it start?
2: has. I don't know if we'll dive into it right away, but uh, it has started.
1: We usually wait a little. I guess we'll see. Uh, so that's the thing. Stick around for that. If you like the show and you like what we're producing and you like the conversations we're having and we speak for you in a very special way, then go to patreon.com slash core show. That's patreon.com slash core show and throw a little scratch our way it helps the show grow and be rad and keeps the lights on again patreon.com slash core show we are at HeroesForYou.com. all our links and stuff are there including that patreon link if you'd like to find us on twitter bo schwartz scott johnson and john underscore jagger are the addresses you're going to want to plug into your web browser or mobile device that's going to do it for us for me for bo for john see you next time This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
3: Do you want to have breakfast with me tomorrow morning?